Hi there from the communications and public engagement team at Summit County, Utah. This is Summit in Six. Let's kick things off and get caught up. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of news here on Summit in 6. In today's episode, we'll cover some updates from this week's County Council meeting and the Dakota Pacific meeting on Thursday. Then we'll wrap things up with some community engagement opportunities to keep on your radar. Let's get into the news. In this week's council meeting, council members approved a petition request by the public to officially change the name of a section of a Selma County Road from Industrial Park Road to Chalk Creek Road. Previously, the portion of Chalk Creek Road and Colville City limits that makes a bend near the cemetery was called Industrial Park Road for approximately 630 feet. Industrial Park Road is a city-owned road that begins on the west side of the Colville Cemetery. There were a few reasons for this request name change. There are no stop signs on this road from Colville Main Street to the Wyoming border, which has caused issues and confusion with emergency response vehicles and package delivery services attempting to find Chalk Creek Road. All of Chalk Creek Road is a county road, and Industrial Park Road is a city-owned road, except for this small portion that was in line with Chalk Creek. We appreciate the public bringing this issue to the county's attention. And some Dakota Pacific updates. County Council resumed discussions with Dakota Pacific Real Estate, or DPRE, this past Thursday, February 22nd, where representatives of Dakota Pacific provided a response and counterproposal to Council's requested changes to the development plan. Highlights of the counterproposal include an increase from the Council requested 500 total units to 695 total units, a decrease from the total council requested affordable units at or below 80% AMI from 250 to 240 units, the number of 100 to 120% AMI units remained the same, and an increase in market rate units that are deed restricted to ages 55 plus from 82 to 90, plus the addition of surface parking for apartments compared to the previously proposed parking structure, and an allocation of $2.5 million in HTRZ or other public funds in exchange for moving an additional 20 market rate apartments to affordable. In addition, the Dakota Pacific requested changes to the phase development schedule, which would allow them to begin building senior care, medical facilities, and up to 240 affordable units within one year of the signed development agreement amendment which would allow DPRE to apply for affordable housing tax credits with the state. In Phase 2, which begins with UDOT adding State Road 224 to the Statewide Transportation Improvement Program, Dakota Pacific could build the majority of their market rate units within three years. In Phase 3, which begins with the start of construction on SR-224, or no later than June 2029, Dakota Pacific could build their final 80 market rate units. After a Q&A session, individual council members provided comments and shared concerns on this updated counterproposal. As a next step in the project, council and DPRE agreed to conduct a third-party financial analysis of the proposal to be paid for by the county before further discussions, including a public hearing, are scheduled. Please note that the DPRE work session item scheduled during council on Wednesday, February 28th has been canceled. 
Visit summitcounty.info slash DPRE in all caps, and this is case sensitive, to view the most current schedule of upcoming meetings and recordings of previous work sessions. The Department of Health and Human Services is working with the University of Utah on a survey about work-life balance. The purpose is to gather information to help employers know what they can do to better support low- to moderate-income families to retain employment. Participants are paid $25 for a 25- to 30-minute interview that can be done over the phone. Their goal is to find 600 participants across the state. To participate, a person must be a caregiver of a child under the age of 12 or a caregiver to a child 12 and older with a disability. Middle to low income, and that's an annual household of income of $50,000 or less, and they must be English speaking. Visit bit.ly slash U of WLBS to sign up to participate. And a second information session for the community is scheduled to attend and give input on the Your Ranch property this coming week. Join us at the Camas Library from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. on Thursday, February 29th. You may be wondering what the difference is between this upcoming information session and the last one. At the February 29th meeting, there will be a short presentation by County Lands and Natural Resources Director Jess Kirby. She will summarize the findings from the hundreds of comments received so far in this process, both online and at the first event. The presentation will dive into what a conservation easement is and what protections it provides regarding this property. The evening will close out with an engagement activity. If you can't attend the presentation, you should still come for the activity and ask questions one-on-one with staff familiar with the project. We must reiterate that no action has been taken in regards to the planning for this property. We are still in the public input stage and exploring what the community does or does not wish to see. All right, that's all the news we have for this week. Tune in next week for more on Summit in 6. Summit in 6.